Welcome back to the Free by Design podcast. I'm your host, Evan Williams, and this is episode 46. I'm going to start this episode off by talking about delayed gratification. Whenever I've purchased something, especially more, you know, recently once I've started living more simply and um, using minimalism as a practice, I've taken such a long time to actually purchase things. I'm very deliberate and I really analyze, some would probably say overanalyze the purchase decision because I take it really seriously. Really what I'm taking seriously is bringing things into my life and I think that comes when you do this work to pare back and when you get to a spot where you have really just dreamed of getting, you know, a spot of, of having very few possessions and, and having a, a simplified and pared-back life, you are really protective of that. And, and you're cautious about bringing new things in. So I take a long time. I, I really analyze every purchase and it needs to be absolutely necessary and absolutely correct and right for me, uh, for my life, for what it is that I'm looking to do with the thing that I purchase. Now this really deviates a lot from the convention. The convention is well, it's Amazon.com. You know, you have this impetuous feeling that you want to buy something, and then in two days, you know, it could be at your at your doorstep. Um, and that's that's instant gratification, and it's not really healthy. It's um, I don't know. It, it really perpetuates a, um, a consumeristic mentality and, and culture, really. And there's a lot of good that comes with delayed gratification. You know, it, it, it builds um, willpower and um, discipline. And it, it really ends up putting you in a place and in an environment where you got to be happy with what you have to be happy with. You know, you, you need to focus on the things that you already have. Um, and not possessions, not just possessions. You know, it, it, it allows you and it forces you to, to be happy with the little things. Or to take advantage of the things that are free, like the experiences, you know, like instead of filling a void with just jumping on Amazon and and making a purchase and having it show up like that's, I get it. It's like, it's a quick fix, but instead of doing that, you know, why, why couldn't you, you know, 
get to nature and take a hike and uh, and get a quick fix that way. And that's my point. If you get to a spot where it becomes habit, a habit of, of delaying gratification, then in delaying gratification when it comes to physical possessions, I should say, then that urge doesn't go away. You just learn to fill it in other ways. And if you are cognizant of that, then you can replace it with positive and healthy things. Like I said, seeking out nature instead of possessions. So that's just a food for thought to start this episode Um, What I actually want to talk about on today's episode is hobbies and all the possessions that come with hobbies and the different things that I do to try to control that because I do have hobbies and, and they weigh heavy on my mind because some of them I am not doing right now because I don't have the possessions that I would need to actually do them. So let's get right into it. So for me, um, my hobbies are uh, really the ones that I get the most joy out of um, is guitar hiking. Um, And then other things like activity, like I really enjoy tennis uh, and I enjoy acro yoga. And then I have an aspirational hobby, which is woodworking. So... With guitar, this is one where there's one big possession that I would need to be able to maintain this hobby, and that's a guitar. So there's a couple different things that that you can do with existing hobbies, and also with new ones that you want to bring in. So what I want to start with is just a comparison. So let's compare guitar to something like hiking. Obviously, hiking, you can really, you can, you can actually maintain that hobby with very little possessions, at least very little additional possessions. You would really just need maybe, you, like I actually go in, in a shirt that I already own. So that's fine. I use the shoes and the sandals sometimes as well that I already own and that I would own, you know, regardless. I'm not that passionate about hiking. So I'm not going to be going um, on really extreme hikes. So I don't really need really fancy footwear. Um, I don't need fancy clothes for it. It's just sort of it's, and, and you know what? I kind of want it to be like that because I don't want to feel like there's a barrier to me doing it. Like, oh, I want to go on a hike, uh, but, but I actually need this, this, and this. No, I, I'd rather it be, I want to go on a hike. All right, just get there. Do it. You know, whatever the, the clothes I'm wearing. You know, the, I, do have, I do have the new pair of pants that I bought that they're not conducive to... Um, to hiking. So, um, 
I actually picked up a an old it's a used bathing suit that I um, removed the inner liner and it works as really it works really well as as um, shorts that I can use that are like really quick drying and they were like a dollar so um, so that works really well for me so that's a hobby as compared to a guitar and music that is really inexpensive it's it's cheap um, as far as like the things that you you need to actually do it on a basic level um, and it's accessible and geez it's healthy too which is which is great and I'm not I'm not saying playing music isn't healthy it certainly is it's just healthy um, where hiking is healthy for your physical being uh, I find guitar is healthy for your uh, creativity your your mental health because um, it's most certainly a form of meditation for me but yeah there's a big difference because with the guitar you know th there is something that I, I need um, and it's expensive and it's big and it's bulky um, so it does require some space they do sell some smaller guitars, and I have been looking at, at those because I really do miss it. There's a lot of benefits that come with um, playing music. For me, my own personal benefits, like I said, it's really cathartic and it's, it's meditative for me. Um, so this is something that I wanted to talk about, and this was just one example to, to kind of show you what I do when it comes to hobbies, like I will scrutinize my hobbies and I'll choose, you know, the ones that, that bring me the most joy and, um, and, and the ones that I suppose I'm like most aspirational about, you know, the ones that I, um, I really feel passionate about, but I am always very mindful about them. Understanding like why I want this hobby in my life. Why do I want to do this? Do I want to do this because I just saw like an ad and thought it looked cool? Or do I want to do it because I feel like it's going to better me as a person? So, again, just like everything else, it's really important to be present with yourself and be honest with yourself when it comes to hobbies. Because if you want to do something for the wrong reasons, then you shouldn't do it. And if you stop and you think and you give your, yourself the time to understand, you know, why? What is, what is the dynamic going on here? What's the inner dialogue in your head that's making you want this? Then you can move forward from there with confidence. So I want to talk about woodworking because that is not an existing hobby for me that would be a new hobby I mean I've certainly worked with wood in the past but um, not like as a hobby and I've always I've always been drawn to that to you know just working with my hands like when I was young I used to um, I used to work in construction and also um, 
working on like cars and stuff. So I definitely am used to using my hands to, to work on things, to fix things, to create things. And I was always, it, actually, even when I was younger, I got into woodworking and I bought this, um, <laughs> it was a whittling kit and it came with a knife. It came, I got it from like an outdoor magazine. I like cut out the, um, it was like the one page that you fill out, like what you want to buy. And then you put it in an envelope and send it. And then they ship you <laughs> this whitt whittling kit. I got that once and they sent a, a knife, a whittling knife, and they sent a block of wood. <laughs> and I whittled it into, into a duck and there was like instructions and, and stuff. I think it even came with like an eye that you can put in so like the, the duck's eye or something like that. So it was fun. Um, and that's what I'm talking about. Like that's an option. Like, if I actually scrutinize um, this new thing that I want to bring into my, into my life, then I could think about those things. Like, I, I don't need to get a bandsaw. I don't need to get a jigsaw. I don't need to get a circular saw. I don't need to get all these crazy, big, elaborate uh, pieces of equipment to get into this hobby. I could get a small whittling knife. And I could work on projects, you know, one at a time. I can go on a hike. I can find a nice piece of fallen hardwood that's still in good shape. And I can make, I don't know, like a spoon or a fork out of it. And I'm working with my hands. And I'm woodworking. And I'm learning. And it's a passion. That's an easy way of doing it that fits my life. And it wouldn't be... A whole bunch of, of possessions. It would be a whittling knife. So it's really important to to think about all these things when it comes to hobbies. And I also would I also practice similar to like my wardrobe, where if I have one article come in, then I will have one article go out. So if I buy a used shirt, I will donate a used shirt or donate my shirt <laughs> so that I, I'm not building, um, I'm just replacing. I, I actually, I do the same with hobbies. If, if I have one at the moment that maybe isn't serving me, then I will stop it and either give away or donate whatever possessions I have that were helping me facilitate that hobby. And then I'll pick a new one up. Hopefully find the new possessions that I need for the new hobby uh, that are used. In this case, whittling and woodworking, just getting a whittling knife, you can easily find a used one. And the thing with knives is that you can you can find one that's in really bad shape and then just bring it back to um, almost like a like-new uh, condition with a little bit of uh, TLC. So it's cool. So these are just a couple different tips and tricks um, that I use when it comes to hobbies to keep 
the level of possessions down to maintain my pared back life and to maintain this the simplified life really so don't fall into the trap of consumerism you know it's um like when when you actually maintain scarcity especially when it comes to your hobbies you'll actually find that you become more creative because you have to be you need to be more creative when you have less and just generally apply control because that's really going to help you out in the long run and these are all examples of ways of doing that so as always keep cutting the noise and make room for what's essential thanks for listening If you enjoyed this episode, then please follow or subscribe to my podcast. Please also comment or leave a review. You can also follow me on Instagram under Free by Design channel.